Now, this was kind of a surprise to me today. And funny enough, man, it came, honestly, it came at an ironic time. Now, I remember posting, I said I remember, like it didn't fucking happen this morning. I posted, um, you know, uh, from the Slasher Vision Facebook page, shout out to them. I posted, you know, happy anniversary, happy 32nd anniversary to Halloween 5. It's, you know, 32nd anniversary of its release date. And um, also did, I think it was an intoxic commentary for Halloween 5. Y'all can check that out if y'all want. Now, basically, the, the, the gist of my caption was that, you know, the movie Halloween 5 had potential to be better than Halloween 4. But Dominique Othenin Gerard, uh, he was like a French director who wrote and direct, both wrote and directed Halloween 5. He just didn't, he, he couldn't fully grasp what Halloween was, I don't think. He, he didn't do a super terrible, excuse me, super terrible job per se, but he failed to do what that movie should have done, which was be way better and up the ante as far as Halloween 4 was concerned, because Halloween 4 is still you know, next to Halloween 2 is one of the strongest sequels in the entire series. But Halloween 5 just kind of fell flat on his ass because it did a lot of things wrong, man. Um, Like, I don't mind Don Shanks as Michael Myers in part five, but he's not better than George Wilbur for me. He didn't really do anything that was really out of ordinary except swing. You know, he's got a mean ass swing with that children of the corn sword harvest thresher thing, whatever the hell it's called. But other than that, it was just, I don't know, man, he made, you know, Daniel Harris's character, Jamie Lloyd, he made her a mute throughout the majority of the film. He killed Rachel Carruthers off probably, what, 20 minutes into the movie. And that was a character that was so beloved and just a character that um, everybody was so attached to. And they just Friday the 13th part two, that chick and just killed her. You know what I'm saying? Just, just, there was no emotion behind it at all. You didn't really feel anything when she died, except probably like rage and anger for the director. But uh, another thing they did was, you know, they introduced the thorn tattoo on Michael's wrist. They introduced the man in black. They introduced the whole, this was like the unofficial second part of the thorn trilogy. Like everybody calls the thorn trilogy parts four five and six part four didn't have any signs of the thorn in there, but um, part five introduced it. And I feel like they kind of shot themselves in the foot when they introduced that. I don't mind what they did with it too, too much in Halloween six, but it really strayed away from what the series was intended to be, man. It really made everything super fucking complicated, man. And um, I'm not sure how much the movie suffered while they were in production. I know they had a couple reshoots and, you know, the MPAA was was a, a pain in the ass like they always are. But I, I feel like overall Halloween five does have a fan base at, at heart, but it's just not it's not a strong sequel, man. Now, <clears throat> I will say this. Halloween five always holds a special place in my heart. And I said I think I said this when I did my commentary a while back for it. This was the first Halloween movie, I think, that when I was done watching it as a kid, I was literally crying, terrified to go to sleep when my mom tried to tell me it was time to go to sleep because I had school in the morning. And one of the reasons was that, for one, Michael Myers almost got Jamie in this movie. Like, he almost got her in part four, but that car chase sequence through the forest and all of that shit, that was terrifying for me as a kid, man. It's still pretty intense, and it's one of the best scenes in that entire movie. But the fact that Michael Myers got away in at the end of part five just never sat right with me yo and the fact that jamie's just crying no while you see the bars like literally the bars are on fire and they're broken the man in black sprays up the fucking police the Haddonfield police department like it's crazy it's a crazy ending it's is weird it, it, it's it doesn't fit other than the fact that michael escapes but 
whatever, man, that's the movie we got. Now, there were rumors of, you know, a 4K you know a version of the movie coming out with some restored scenes and some additional footage and all this shit and it was just that like it was a rumor for a really long time and i i didn't know like it was to the point where i just stopped giving a fuck like i would see it and then i'm just like oh i'm kind of interested in this but then it would just come and go like just as fast as it as it came to my attention but gotta shout out my boy aaron wilson man of the cinemaniacs group he um He commented on my Halloween 5 post today and he asked me, did I see the scene, the alternate opening with Dr. Death? Um, And I told him I didn't. And I asked him, was it on YouTube? And he I remember him saying it was. Why do I keep saying I remember and things along that line when it was just this morning? I'm telling you, man, I have not had no coffee. I have not had no coffee and my brain is just all over the place. But he said it's whack as fuck. And I'm just like. Well, is it long enough to do, you know, like a reaction episode too? And he's like, it's like about seven, six, seven minutes long. And I'm like, I'm on it. Say no more. And here we are, man, with this Halloween 5 4K Dr. Death scene, this alternate opening. Now, I don't know who the fuck this actor is, but he looks like somebody from the movie Freaked with Alex Winter before he turns into like one of the the, the mutant monsters or something. He just looks like a really strange guy. Um, I, I, I don't I don't know who this actor is. And I know like I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. It depends on how they play it out, because I know the original opening was, of course, Michael Myers escapes. Um, you get the. You know, you get the flashback of part four, but it picks up directly after an essence of Halloween, too. And we see when Michael falls into the mine shaft after being gunned down by the Haddonfield cops and um, or not the Haddonfield cops because he killed them. But the state troopers and the townspeople, you know, the lynch mob, he falls in the mine shaft. But we pick up right after that. Michael literally survives it and he's crawling away in the mine shaft. He's he's badly hurt. This is probably the most hurt we've ever seen Michael Myers in the series. And the cops throw a bunch of fucking dynamite into the mine shaft and when it blows up michael is just in the nick of time escaping he floats down the river and this mountain man like this hermit of a guy he you know he stumbles upon or michael myers stumbles upon him and he ends up taking care of michael myers for a year before michael kills him on halloween eve and it's just like how fucking strange is that so i don't really know what to expect i've seen some behind the scenes footage of dr death where he takes michael's mask off and he's holding it up like he's just like so mesmerized by it so i don't know how he's gonna die how michael's gonna react i just know that um i just know that this is uh this is you know this is what they gave us now i'm sorry the ratio of my tv is pretty fucked up so i can't fully see the name of this youtube channel that uploaded it but shout out to them who you know whoever y'all are for uploading this and this is seven minutes and 26 seconds long people so let's just jump into it and see what we can see like i said i don't i'm not expecting anything crazy but any improvement is 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 good for me you know if they come out with the the alternate cut of Halloween five. Cool. Uh, you know, I'm cool with it. Maybe it'll turn people around to the film overall. But um, again, another happy 32nd to Halloween five. And let's jump into this, uh, this alternate opening, this Dr. Death scene, people. I'll hit the play button in three, two, one. <sighs> oh, wait, this is somebody recording on their tv like they're they literally have a camera facing their tv recording it so (sighs) whatever man and these captions are long as fuck like i said my ratio is messed up i can't even i can't even read it all in time dr death was ultimately replaced with the mountain man character played by the late harper roisman killed out the death upon awakening while experiencing some telekinetic connections with his niece who was hospitalized due to the traumatic events from Halloween 4. 
<sighs> Whatever, man. Let's 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 just see it. Doctor Death material would have played. Blah 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 blah. All right, man. Goddamn. Can we get to the footage? There we go. Yo, this really is legit the most damaged we've ever seen Michael Myers. Not damaged per se, but he's fucked up. Like, he can't even function, so he just allows himself to float, you know, gently down the stream and shit. Okay, that was that was pretty different. They cut the, um, they actually cut that scene where he was floating. They show way more of him floating in a the theatrical cut. Fuck's he playing? Is he playing with tarot cards? Oh, Halloween 5 was destined to get dark from the rip, from what it seems. Because this guy's got all types of voodoo ritualistic shit up in there. Oh no, there it is. They're just they're editing it differently. There's the shot of Michael. Uh, oh my God, those pads and those shoulder pads in the back of his um, looks like his shoulder pads got misplaced because that the pads the padding in his jumpsuit looked terrible. But I I love this because it was it was a little bit of a reminder that Michael Myers is you know. They 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 walk that fine line of whether he's supernatural or not. This Doctor Death dude, he he seems more fit for Halloween: The Curse of Michael Myers, like the producers cut or something like that. And that's not even a javelin he's got or a spear. That motherfucker's got like he looks like one of the hills have eyes mutants. Like he looks like Robert Joy. That's exactly who he looks like. Did he just? Ugh. Clearly, he lived on the edge of had like outside of Haddonfield on the edge of town or something because this dude. Shit. Big ass seven foot masked man. Yeah, that's the shot I was talking about where he holds up Michael's mask. What? Don't tell me it's okay. It can't be over. I was about to say it just faded to black. Okay, same shit. Halloween Eve, one year later. Children's Clinic, Haddonfield, Illinois. All right. Now I'm assuming instead of splicing it, they're they they're gonna do the same thing that they did with the Mountain Man. But I'm guessing that. Um, never mind. Y'all get what I'm trying to say.
this is still one of the most bone chilling, not even scary, but this is one of the most bone chilling and disturbing endings. The, the Halloween 4 ending, I'm telling y'all, man. And I know Jamie stabbed the, you know, the POV shot through the mask of Jamie stabbing her stepmom with, the, or her foster mom with the scissors. I know, <clears throat> excuse me, I know it was supposed to be a play on, it's supposed to be a nice nod to the original movie where Michael kills Judith, but I think the way she screamed originally in part four at the ending was enough, and what you didn't see was like, it was enough for me. I'm sorry, this nurse always got on my fucking nerves, man. Jamie's not in her room. She always sounds like she's fucking singing. Is that a... What is that? He's got antlers on his head. I'm telling you, this dude is straight out of the Halloween 6 producer's cut. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. He's got candles lit and all types of sacrificial stuff going on. My, Michael's hands are moving. He doesn't even peep Michael's hands moving. Look at his hands! What? The way that vein bulged out of his wrist when he made a fist bars. But that shit. I always love that part. Man, if you don't get your fake ass Dr. Frankenstein ass out of here, talking about some It's Alive. Oh, nah, Donald, I was about to say that sit up wasn't really getting it. You're supposed to, if you play Michael Myers, your sit up game better be on point. Because Donald Shanks looked like he was struggling a little bit. They kept a lot of these shots in the theatrical cut, though. A lot of them. Oh, shit. Yeah, of course he's gonna kill you. What you thought? Oh. Yeah, those are the kill shots. Wait, that was it? Well, well, people, I'll tell you like this. Uh, that was all she wrote. That was the end of the, the, the clip. The alternate opening, the Dr. Death scene from Halloween 5. Um, I'll, I'll you know, I'm not going to rate this shit. I, or should I? I feel like it's only right that I do. Um, I'll, I'll be completely honest with y'all. Even though it makes no sense... I'd much rather prefer the hermit, you know, with the parrot that just keeps that, you know, little bird that's like eh, rah, rah. the little bird that just keeps repeating himself and the guys making dinner and all that type of shit. I would rather that than this, because this is completely out of place, even for what we got with the theatrical cut of Halloween five. If they would have kept this in a the theatrical cut, it just it wouldn't have fit at all i'm telling y'all this belongs he he should be i'm gonna tell y'all straight up and down he should he should have been a cult to thorn member 
that was in the producer's cut of Halloween 6 that got banished or like excommunicated, whatever you want to call it. He should have got banished from the cult. You know, Dr. Wynn should have been the one to make the call. Like, listen, you out of here, bro. And he should have took that that rage and that anger and that bitterness. He should have been like a disgruntled employee, pretty much. And he took it upon himself to do to practice all types of wizardry and whatever the fuck he's doing up in that mountain. Uh, not that mountain, but, you know, that um, wherever the fuck he's at in that shack outside of town. He should have did all of that for for whatever personal reasons he wanted to. And just so happened to stumble upon Michael Myers and it's like, okay, y'all couldn't even get y'all hands on him, but I got him right here. Like that would have been dope to see, but this shit just doesn't fit in this movie, man. And I, like, honestly, like as, as much as I waited to see this and as much as I want to see the other stuff, I hope the other stuff that they put in when they restore the cut, hopefully they do knock on wood. I hope none of it's like this because this just doesn't like this is one of the reasons why I said Dominique Othen and Gerard, man. Now, I, I won't take everything away from the guy as far as Halloween five goes, because, you know, he 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 didn't make a completely terrible movie. He didn't, man. He managed to pull off some really decent things. He managed to have some really decent cinematography. This was the first movie that was pretty much orange in cinematography because everything you had was pretty much blue. Um, not so much Halloween two, but Halloween one, Dean Cundy cinematography was very bluish. Um, I don't know who was behind the cinematography for, um, I want to say Paul Freeman, but that was the producer for, I think Halloween four, but Halloween four is very blue. Halloween six is very blue. Halloween five is very orange. And that was something that Dominique Othen and Gerard, uh, contributed to whoever the cinematographer was on that film. But he just did. He, he just like I said, man, he just couldn't grasp what a Halloween sequel should be. I feel like it was way more Friday the 13th than anything as far as how they killed off Rachel, as far as how the teens were written. They were written so bland and dry as far as how the kills went. You know, there was a fucking barn sequence, for God's sakes, where Michael stays a badass moment. Don't get me wrong, where Michael kills Spitz with a pitchfork while he's literally fucking his girl. But that was very Friday the 13th part two, man. And that's not like whatever man i just feel like the scene was out of place um doesn't really make or break shit for me i'm i'm actually glad this is not in the theatrical cut because it just wouldn't it, it probably would have brought the movie down for me because this is the only part it would have been the only part of halloween 5 had they kept this in that felt like a completely different movie and we hadn't even seen halloween 5 or got with it or halloween 6 or got with it, any of that cult of thorn shit they were going to really dive into the next time around at this point so it, it just it doesn't make sense that this was actually a part in the movie like i didn't know that doctor like i knew he was a crazy looking guy you know like a hills have eyes type looking motherfucker but i didn't know that he was in that in that shack with candles and you know tarot cards and stuff like that he's casting spells over michael he's the one that ultimately brings michael back to not to life because he wasn't necessarily dead we know michael never dies he just takes catnaps long ass catnaps but he's the one who ultimately brought michael back to quote unquote health and you know, strength and evil and stuff like that. And he contributed to his telekinetic connections and shit. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. This is like Dominique Othen and Gerard. Um, I'm sorry, man, but I would have rather had Dwight Little and Alan B. McElroy come back to direct and write Halloween 5, but they decided not to, man. And Mustafa Kai, God rest his soul, he actually approached them about returning for the sequel, but they kind of were just like, nah, you know, we, we did our thing. We don't want to fuck it up. Um, any more than we were afraid we were going to but you know let's just let's let somebody else you know take the helm next time around and 
this is some of the shit that we got, man. But I'll say this, man. I'm curious to see what else they took out of the film. I'm curious to see uh, how out of place it feels because this definitely was it, man. Um, <clears throat> if I had to rate this scene as far as a Halloween movie goes, I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'll give it a 6 out of 10. And I'll give it a 6 out of 10 because it, it tried to do something different. And I'll never knock a, a, a writer or a filmmaker for trying something new in a beloved franchise, uh, especially the Halloween franchise. Like, you're talking to somebody who, this is somebody who loves Halloween 6. And they they went crazy with the cult shit in that movie. So I respect him for trying something different. But it's 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 a flat 6, man. It's, it's, it's an unenthusiastic 6, if anything, because it just, it has no place in the movie um like i said it, it belongs more so in the producers cut of part six that's really all i gotta say about it so not a complete waste of time it was good to show uh halloween five some love on the 32nd uh you know anniversary of its release so happy 32nd once again man but y'all already know where to go man and if y'all don't y'all can follow the podcast on anchor spotify itunes google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, overcast pocket cast breaker radio public Podbean and podcast addict shout out to anchor follow me on facebook and instagram romero tutor shout out to the facebook movie group the cinemaniacs and shout out to the facebook movie group the horror virus and last but not least shout out to the tutor reviewers the listeners the lovers the supporters out there yes i am going to keep the halloween shit rolling not necessarily halloween series because i've pretty much covered all those films except halloween three but as i'm talking about in terms of the holiday like i want to keep everything you know, the horror oriented. I missed out on Chucky last night. I'm telling y'all people, I was tired as fuck. By the time I looked up, it was already after nine o'clock and I just took my ass to sleep uh, or lack thereof because y'all know I don't sleep well. I say this shit a lot, but um, <clears throat> definitely going to do the Chucky episode today. I, I see the feedback on Facebook. I heard it was a, a pretty decent opener, man. I heard it was a pretty strong opener. So you know that jury's still out on that man because like i said i'm not sold on that kid that's in the you know the 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 new chucky movie because that motherfucker's like 17 years old walking around with doll he's got the doll and you know in the class while he's dissecting a frog and all this crazy shit nah i ain't with it but it is good to see all the returning characters in it so i'm looking forward to that and looking forward to at least brad dorf is you know he's ear candy man chucky's voice never gets old so we'll see what we can see with that people we'll see what other episodes we conjure up um and uh yeah that's uh that's about it people y'all already know the love and support that y'all show me i show it back to y'all tenfold and then some so with that being said people yours truly romero tutor another episode of tutor reviews in the can i'll check y'all on the next one